Nobody has regretted putting all on the altar. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Good evening, my name is Brent. And I'm Jeff. And you are listening to The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. <laughs> it's Saturday night, it's 9 o'clock, and we're here every Saturday night at 9 o'clock, bringing you a whole lot of new music, good music. Like a lot we, of it. Like what do we have tonight? We got some new Skillet, Charge of Clay, Sanctus Real, Disciple, The Elms, Toby Mac, Crystal Myers... Run, kid, run. It's, there's a, an endless All right, list and don't of good artists. Just stop because we want to keep them guessing throughout the night. Yeah. The next thing we have, we usually bring, is some relevant discussion from God's Word, speaking truth to y'all. Tonight we'll be talking about a guy named Joseph. So keep it locked. And along that route, we also have a whole lot of real coming your way <laughs> and a whole lot of periods. The Altar Life. Music. Truth. Real. Period. How many of you out there have ever felt alone before? My hand's raised. <laughs> Mine too. Don't take your hands off the wheel, though, if you're in the car. <laughs> Sorry. But we're going to be talking about loneliness tonight. We're going to be talking about when you're alone for unjust reasons. And maybe also because you follow the Lord with your whole heart and find yourself all alone. So that's the topic of conversation tonight. You're listening to The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. That was Skillet with The Last Night. Heard about the person in that song just really at the the breaking point, ready to take their own life, and, and you know, not having to spend your life with that kind of pain, that kind of loneliness. Um, we talked, we mentioned at the top of the show, we're going to be talking about Joseph, about all the different experiences and, and hardships that he went through, and every time that he was alone, he didn't use that as you know a springboard to to dive into sin. He actually used it to. Strengthen his faith in God, which can be really, really difficult. You know, Joseph was a cool cat, <laughs> and, he, was and a, he lived for Christ. And he lived oh, yeah. for Christ. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason why I was a cool—he wasn't always a cool cat in the world's eyes. I mean, looking at the beginning of his life, we'll just start right there. You know, being a young brother of all these had these all these older brothers, um, being the favorite from his dad, but not from his brothers. And his brothers actually sold him into slavery. And imagine what that would have felt for Joseph. Yeah, he was. The lone, you know, Israelite in a town full of Egyptians, and he was working for Potiphar's house. He was just—he was all alone. He didn't have anybody at all. The lone ranger, you may say, yeah. on the range, shepherding sheep. And a lot right. of times, when you're out there alone by yourself, nobody's there to, to keep you accountable. Nobody's there to watch over you. We can really use that. And, and Joseph really could have just jumped into all the lavish things that he was offered. Uh, you know, Egypt, in a lot of ways represents bondage in the Bible and the bondage of sin, uh, especially. So, you know, imagine Joseph, no dad, no mom to, to check up on him, what he's doing on his own, you know, filters, no, uh, you know, safe place to make sure he's not looking at things that he should be looking at. There's nothing like that. He's got a, basically a free ticket to do whatever he wants. But not he, only that, but feeling rejected at the same time, feeling yeah, like yeah, he's yeah, a loser like, in his own family. Almost feeling like he's justified in wanting to go out and do those things. He could have been. I know that would be really hard for me. Um, but, you know, he did, and he stood up in, in so many different situations. And uh, it's just a real testimony to us. When when we get rejected, when we get, you know, we become outcast because of, you know, we're different or because of the way we dress or the way we talk about the Lord or whatever, a lot of times we can use that and we can say, well, forget this. I'm not going to I'm not gonna deal with this anymore. But you know what? We don't want to have that attitude. So skipping ahead in Joseph's life, the next story we get about him in the Bible is 
He's actually the servant of Potiphar, and he's at Potiphar's house. And here's his beautiful foxy lady, Potiphar's <laughs> wife. Who's that lady? <laughs> Who's actually showing interest and care in him. If you think about it, this is the probably one of the first times that anyone's really cared about Joseph or had a endearing moment with Joseph <laughs> um, and reaching out his, her hand to him and wants to to lie with him, yeah. as not like in, in the, the Bible. False truth kind of lie. You know what we're talking about, Wink. <laughs> but we won't get into it. No. So what does he do? I mean, it's a perfect opportunity to feel that love and affection that he never had, you know, for a long time. And, man, it seems so sweet and seems so perfect. And, and that's what a lot of times we do in the world is we have this loneliness and we need that comfort. So we seek it in the arms of either another person or we seek it in the arms of drugs or alcohol or popularity or money or whatever it is we just we allow the arms of the world to reach out to us and and we get farther and farther away from the arms of god and the reach of god uh in our own minds obviously we can never go beyond god's reach but and no one was there he was all alone yeah i know and nobody would have caught him he would have gotten away with it and you know he would have you know had had something to brag about and you know that's a lot of times we can allow that to really affect our judgment whereas you know nobody's getting hurt by this um but you know what even when we're alone god is watching and god is brokenhearted over sin and you know uh, joseph found that more important than any passing pleasure or any acceptance that he would have felt among his peers for doing this this sin or doing this thing so being the cool cat in christ that he is he takes off man he flees he runs out of that place she grabs onto his shirt his clothes and he like keeps running leaves his clothes behind and everything and he he flees that situation and that's an encouragement to all of you all of me (laughs) all of us anytime we're in that Uh, enduring and that was every day man he was getting bombarded by this thing and uh, you know he was willing to resist to the point of looking stupid and running away from some woman. Yeah. You know it wasn't you know the op- the optimum thing for him to do. Um, but uh, you know what a testimony of faith that that God, even when he was in the world's eyes alone, that he realized that God was there with him and he wasn't going to grieve uh, the one person that actually did really love him. He wasn't going to break that heart. And that that's a challenge to me. And I confess being real with you that I don't do that all the time Mm -hmm. you know that's something the Lord's still working on me and giving me that quality yeah whatever that Potiphar's wife is in your life it doesn't have to just be some woman or some hunky man uh, for the ladies (laughs) out there but uh, whatever that thing is that is enticing you to to lie with it or to you know you're trying to seek comfort in the arms of something that's not God Yep. You know, you just need to flee from that. You need to run back to God. Check be, check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right. You're listening to the Also Life with Brett and Jeff. Corny joke time. La 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 la. <laughs> what is happening? I have no idea. This is when the show falls apart. The wheels run down the street. Hubcaps yeah. fall off of cars. <laughs> <laughs> Tumbleweed blows in the wind. <laughs> this is when your car just shuts down and well, we've got starts a, up again as soon as it's over. We've got a football joke. Yeah, tonight. football season. Because football rocks. I love football. And I love the Eagles. And as Brent can tell when I watch games with him, that I like it a little too much, I think. But that's okay. But we're praying for you. Thanks. Here's our um, 40 joke of the week. So this guy takes his girlfriend to her first ever football game. What a guy. 
And after the game, he says, so how did you like it? She said, it was good, but I don't understand why so many people fight over change. They flipped a coin in the beginning, and everybody kept saying throughout the game, get the quarterback, get the quarterback. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. Quarterback. That's brutal. (laughs) And not only that, but there are nickel and dime coverages in in the defense. So, hey (laughs) It is pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So that was the corny joke of the week. Hope you liked it. The Ultra Life. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. What did Joseph do? He did something right. He ran away from Potiphar's wife. And what did he get? Prison. Boo. Boo. <laughs> Sometimes when All we're standing alone. up and we're we're the one person, you know, we're the, we're alone in our conviction, and uh, we expect immediate praise and immediate, you know, good stuff doesn't happen. Not immediate imprisonment. So <laughs> what we uh, what we need to realize is that even though a lot of times when we're alone and we stand for the Lord, even if we don't get the outcome that we want, then it's still the same. That God is still with us. We're not alone. And even when Joseph was in prison, he didn't use that as an excuse to walk away from the Lord. We've been talking about Joseph tonight, Jeff, and where we'd leave off in the story, we left off, he's in... He's he's in jail. He's in the slammer. Now, you know what? I did the right thing, and look what happens. I'm in jail. Forget this. I give up. Was that his attitude? No way. No way. Even when he was, like, getting these stupid... The butler, the baker, the candlestick maker, telling him the dreams. Look who... (laughs) Interpret my dream, interpret my dream. He'd be like, he could have been just like, you know what? You know what? I'm sick of this. I'm not going to do anything. For who? For what? No, God, God let me down again. I'm all alone. Pity me. Woe is me. That's not his attitude, though. And a lot of times, we, like we said before, we take bad circumstances in our life and we use that as an excuse to do whatever we want. And instead of using it to, to, to come closer to God, we're like, well, God let me down, so I'm going to let him down. And that's the wrong attitude because God doesn't let us down. What he does is he holds us through all those circumstances, even though they get hard. Yeah, you know that common verse that you may have already heard before in the Bible? It says, you know, that he works all things out for the good of those. You know, not all things are good, but all things work out for good. Yeah, you know, the ultimate, uh, and somebody once said this to me, you take the ingredients of a cookie, like eggs, baking soda, vanilla extract and you taste them on their own and they're Ew. disgusting you're just like oh this is awful but you put them all together and the cookie is really tasty mm. Mm. I like cookies I like cookies <laughs> but that's kind of what our life is like a lot of times the, the things by themselves are like they're not tasty they're like oh this is awful yeah. this is like pain and loneliness and but a lot of that tragedy actually teaches us more about Christ mm-hmm. it teaches us more about how much he really does love us how much he really is faithful and when we get to the end, sometimes we look back, we go, man, God, you were there the whole time, even though I felt like crap or I was all alone or things didn't work out how I thought they were going to. And Joseph keeps that attitude. You know, he's like, well, I'm here in jail. I did the right thing, but God's got a purpose. And we'll see later on uh, when Pharaoh has his dreams that Joseph is the one they call on. And he, he God uses that time um, and raises him up. And, and God works out those things for good in his life. So, so the, the truth in this situation is, is that God loves us. And uh, that's what we want to know in those times when it hurts, is that what is the truth in this situation? This is a song by Thousand Foot Crutch called Absolute, where they're just screaming and saying, look, we want the truth. 
missed The Altar Life, log on to www.thealtarlife.com and listen to the most recent episode. Jeff, let's fast forward a little bit in Joseph's life. He's now out of prison. He's a high up dude uh, as far as command and power goes in the, in the kingdom of Egypt. And here it is now. There's a famine in the land. And look who comes walking into the room with the swagger but his brothers. And all they're looking for is something to eat because there's a famine in the land. Yeah, and they don't even realize that Joseph has gotten to this point. They yeah. think he's just like long gone somewhere. He probably has been killed or, you know, he's still a slave somewhere. They don't even know. They don't recognize him. They haven't seen him since he was a teenager, since he was their little annoying brat of a brother. <laughs> so they're all, you know, starving to death. And God actually used Joseph to preserve Egypt through this famine because of uh, his knowledge and uh, because now Pharaoh was willing to listen to him that he, you know, he gave him some tips on what to do to store up some food for the famine that was coming. He interpreted his dream and all that stuff. So God took Joseph and brought him into this place where he would never be because of his brothers and ended up saving a lot of lives. And now his brothers are coming to him looking to save their own skins. Yep. And it's kind of like, isn't it interesting how the tables have turned, so to speak? And now Joseph has an opportunity to either retaliate in the way that he... Yeah was treated back then which and a lot of us want to do our flesh wants to like jump out and say look you you pretty much ruined my life I'm going to ruin yours yeah. and he didn't do that a um, lot of us wish to have this opportunity and yeah. like yes you're if coming to me uh-huh. why I oughta yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> but he didn't and um, there's actually something that he said in the end of Genesis in chapter 50 Jeff why don't you read that yeah this is a great verse and it kind of ties in with what we are talking about from Romans 8.28 He's speaking to his brothers, and his brothers are like, oh, we're, we're sorry. We messed up. And he's not like, yeah, you did. You ruined my life. He says, but as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring it about as it has this day to save many people alive. You know, Joseph's brothers weren't like, let's throw him down this pit and then sell him to the Ishmaelites because he's going to save you know Egypt yeah. one day. He's going <laughs> to save our skids. They didn't know. They really didn't like him at all. And they, they were thinking that they were destroying his life because they hated him. And Joseph, instead of saying, yeah, now get down and give me 20 push-ups or whatever because you messed my life up, he says, you know, whatever you meant for harm, whatever this situation was in my life that could have turned out to be really poor. And imagine if Joseph hadn't been faithful to God and he used it, like we were saying before, to yeah. to go out and sin and, and, he, and he, he slept with Potiphar's wife and he did all these other things. Whereas he wouldn't have just gone to jail. He would have been like, his head would have been cut off or something. And then, you know, there goes his, his chance to, to get the rewards of God. Yeah. Um, he was faithful in that time when he was all alone. And that's kind of what we've been talking about tonight. Yeah, so if we don't know where you're at tonight, you may be out there and you're feeling really alone like nobody loves you or you're the only one in your group of friends that wants to stand up for Christ or you know your family members themselves your dad or your mom's betrayed you or your brothers have betrayed you and you feel all by yourself it's not an excuse to go start living and trying to find other things in the world to satisfy that hurt or that thing in your heart that you feel like needs to be satisfied it's all about running to God it's following Joseph's lead and being faithful be faithful to the Lord obey him live for Christ be a cool cat and, um, you know, and, and seek seek his approval, God's approval, and not not trying to just fill your life with all this stuff that's floating around. Because, you know, the end of it is your life can be like Joseph, where you'll be successful. You'll be the one who has the opportunity to bless 
and to serve and to live your life for Christ in a meaningful way. So mm-hmm. that's the end. What people and situations do to, to destroy our life, God is using that to work out something great. Yeah. And uh, maybe then we are used to save other people, to minister to other people in our life. So that's pretty cool. So be that guy. Don't be the other guy. Yeah, don't be the guy that's like, eh, I'm doing whatever I want because God let me down. <laughs> don't be that guy. We Definitely don't want not. that. No. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Next up, we have a song by Down Here called A Better Way. And you know what? Um, God was faithful to Joseph, and God rewarded Joseph for being faithful to him in a time of loneliness. There's no better way than that, is, is really standing up for the Lord in, you know, whether you're an outcast or people hate you or whatever. So, word, word up to that. Here's Down Here, A Better Way. You're unbelievable. The altar. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. I can't believe this, Jeff. This is unbelievable that the show is now over. I know. We, we held on to the best for last. Unbelievable. unbelievable. What is it? It's time. Two hours. Gone. Like that. Just like that. It's unbelievable. The clock is, like, unforgiving. It's <laughs> relentless. It's always on time. I know. <laughs> You're never like... They're like, eh, I'm not going to go from 31 to 32. It's Sorry. reliable. Yeah. I mean, it's always, there's a second and it always lasts the same amount of time. Even if your clock stops, time does not. That's right. You you just lost all that time. You're like, oh, it's only 1230. Actually, you know, your clock stopped. You're like, why? It's two? Oh my goodness. So it's really good in the sense that if you're going through a really rough time, this too shall pass. This time yeah. just keeps ticking and soon you'll have better days. That's right. God will be gracious and give you joy. But the clocks, time. Tick tock, tick tock. Unbelievable. Yeah, you can never stop. No back to the future, no time travel. It's impossible. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's why you need to take advantage of every second. Redeeming the time, like the Bible says, because the days are evil. Yeah. And then the show will be over. And then <laughs> we're like, no, it's time for another week of no show. And then you have to wait till next week. Nine o'clock, Saturday, nine to eleven. Email us at the life at yahoo.com and give us a shout out. Yeah, request a song. Tell us what you think is unbelievable. Give us a corny joke. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Tune in next week to find out what we think is unbelievable, to hear the corny joke of the week, to hear great music by some great artists. Great truth. Great real. Great period. Be cool cats. Live Live for Christ. Christ. Period.